Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 215 of the Vex on Vex podcast, morning radio episode number 47. Dave, how are you? Fantastic, sir. How are you? Good morning, Miss Hole. You seem. It's physically impossible. <laughs> I mean, I can spin it. Can you? I get a standing desk. <laughs> I will pay for it. It'll go right there. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm gonna be on the program and hang out. It's not here. Not That's here. my point. Yeah. You know how happy am I? She goes to the Michael Gregory pile for, for saying no, she's coming up. And that's my up. point. And then the whole thing is that it's like I was Samantha said, uh, Michael Gregory's watching. Yeah, he Samantha is. Samantha said, I never said I was going to be on. No, no, no. You you turn that back up. He's off the hot seat now. I don't know He's about that. Yeah, there we go. Now you're all, I, I I personally value you should be off the hot seat because we have a new hot seat. I'm still mad at Michael Gregory. I'm not. I'm over it. Dave, did you see my live video this yes, week? Yes, I did. Yes. The fucking mattress is gone. So upset. The so saga upset. Has, has ended? The, I guess so. Did we have a good run at least? And then I thought about this for one second. I drove around and looked for, I looked it. for it because if it was hidden, I was going to put it back. I had my work gloves. I had my truck. I was ready. Yeah, and you're not doing that, are you? Michael Gregory said the hole is disgruntled goat. <laughs> you are disgruntled goat. Klu Klux Klan. I was just going to say Mike is Klu Klux Klan. <laughs> GD, God damn it. <laughs> Golly G. I used to say GD when I had a stepchild instead of goddamn. No, I never did that. I say flip, but I, but I didn't say fudge. I said the word, the F dash dash dash. Do you like that movie? I love it. Uh, I love it. On Christmas it. Day, me and I watched it for twenty four hours. Yep, it's it on TBS, on. right? It stays on. My. Yes, correct. My Christmas movie, Step Brothers. I do love Step. It's pretty excellent. Also. Because they have the whole Christmas section, yeah. and it's a thing. It's really Who gets the Holy Bible? It's the song that's playing when they're packing up the shit. Oh my God, it is. Yeah. Trish said good morning. So Trish might be here next Friday. Good morning, Trish. They call her Trish the Ditch. Aww. I wonder if she'll pass out again. I don't think she will. I mean, I peer pressure though. Like I feel like she can be talked into anything. She was when you I left, didn't get anybody to drink shots. She walked over here and poured me shots. We watched. Shots. I am yes. It's on camera. We watched Trish change color alcohols midstream, and I was like, "That's going to end badly." <laughs> okay, Michael Gregory said when they started the twenty-four hour thing, people at his art school would quote it nonstop, like. Super fast. Yeah. I'm sorry, was someone talking? I didn't hear that. 200 shot range mile air rifle. Trish also said, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody calls me that. There's there's photographs. I, I have them on my phone as well. Look, Trish, if you're here next week and you need a reason to drink, I mean, 
I'll be here. His too. name's Dave. Yeah. Dave is the reason. That's the next t-shirt. Dave is the reason. That might be quote of the day. Make a little fucking note. Dave is the reason. In parentheses, to drink. So you that would so be nice. Apparently, here's a good story. Our dear friend uh, Kate McGrogan that chimes in from time oh, to time yeah. as a watcher of the program. Uh, it was a year or two ago, apparently, uh, her son uh, used to watch a cartoon when he was little, and I forget what the cartoon is called. Okay, but there was a character from the cartoon named Dave, and he was like always the one causing the mayhem and mischief. And like the catchphrase on the show was, "It's Dave. It's always Dave." And they bought me they bought me a t-shirt that said it's always Dave. <laughs> I'm gonna find it and wear it on the program. It's also obnoxious high beast yellow, which is great. Sounds wonderful. It does sound wonderful. Wonderful. <clears throat> what are we watching? <laughs> I'm confused. I'm sorry, dude. Trish said what the fuck? What the fuck? <clears throat> Have you heard the news? I sent you the video. Have you heard the news, my friend? Which news? We, and not we, YouTube sleuths have done a hard timeline of Janie Lane and Rob Halford in the window of the supposed rape, and they are a mile apart for two days, the first month of May, 1985, when Janie Lane moved. And to you California. wholeheartedly believe that this is what actually happened. Now I do. Like before it was like, ha ha ha, maybe. Right. Like they're a mile apart. And he's there to record, remember the Dio thing, Stars? Yeah. It was the metal answer to. We're stars. So what's the, what's the other one with Michael Jackson? Yeah, live Aid. No, it no, was not live. We are the world. We are the world. We touch the children. That guy. So. And they have it in the video. And okay, Michael Gregory said, "Well, DP and Mattress may have moved upstate to run with other soil mattresses." Big Al is happy to announce the addition of DP rugs and a new shopping cart at our luxury luxurious location. Fantastic! It is so hard not to laugh at that one. It's uh, so hard. I'm mad. Here's the worst part. Here, at this point, I'm not laughing because I'm taking it seriously. <laughs> it's a big deal. It is important to me. It's really me, damn it. <laughs> you know what that's from? There was a guy who was uh, talking about wrestling. Oh, yes, wrestling. the wrestling guy. It's and he real starts, to me, damn it. And he starts crying. And they're like, it's me to me. I <laughs> who he was talking to. No, they, they, they were about WCW and all that fucking shit. They were just like, it's real to me. How much I love WCW. Yeah. Once I got laid, that was the end of wrestling, unfortunately. Ah, it was. For a while, yeah. But then I got I got in a band with a kid who was younger than us. He was our drummer. And he was like still into it because like I was like 19. He was like 14 or 15. Talented as shit. Really good. But he was like still kind of into it. So because he was into it, I sort of started watching it again. And came back in right around like the Monday Night Wars. Our bass player, two bass players ago, was into it. That like is... still? Oh yeah. And then, he's like, <laughs> and then he'd have, go ahead. No, oh, I thought you had something to say. <laughs> no, you should call off on mic. That's lovely. Well, do that. That's, That's what okay. we could do. Oh please, that happened twice. Once completely intentionally. 
Completely intentional? Yeah, wholeheartedly. I did it on purpose. <laughs> so, Janie Lane first is in Florida playing the rock and roll music. Before he turns 20 or right around that time frame, he physically relocates to Los Angeles, which is in his unreleased autobiography. He writes it out. It's in there, right? So then this other, I sent you the video. This guy does a deep dive and he was like, could it have been Paul Stanley? And they do the time frame and Paul Stanley just wasn't there. He just wasn't in California at that fucking that specific was one of my time. Votes for I was sure. nervous. I remember when I said, like, when I first started watching that, please don't tell me it was Paul Stanley involved in. Why? No. Because I like this. You know, the last show is tomorrow. How do you feel about that? I don't have any feelings about it. I'm upset. So you are upset. That's a feeling. Are you going to watch it? Probably. Now, you got to pay for it. Lee, across the street, is a huge Kiss fan. So I text him, like, hey, man, you want to watch this? He's like, no, we have plans with her cousin. I'll get it later. And I'm like, what do you mean? I watched Sabbath's final performance live. How was it? Great. Yeah. Yeah, it was in Birmingham, England. Just like Kiss is doing with New York. Like, okay. you end where you start. Yep. That's pretty cool. And, like, I, I watched it on that television. I I remember who the wife was. I cleared the whole fucking room, shut the fuck up, and I just put it on. And I only watched it the last two or three tunes, but I saw Sabbath's final notes. And that was my band as a kid. Like, I love Sabbath. I, I do love some Sabbath. But there's a couple of iterations of Sabbath. You know what I mean? Like, are you a Dio Sabbath? Or you no, a, I'm an Aussie guy. Yeah, me too. I, I appreciate Dio for what Dio was. Rainbow's mm -hmm. cool. Dio's own thing is awesome. I just... I don't want to say he didn't fit, but he just was a Aussie. Heaven and Earth? Not Heaven and Earth. Fuck. Heaven and Hell. Heaven and Hell's really good. It is. It's really good. It's really good. I agree. I agree it's really good, but it's just... It's not the same. It's, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I, I don't know. And dude, I love Dio. I think Dio is awesome. The older I get, the more I appreciate the Dio stuff. I'll agree with that. And I'll... then, technically, his career started in, like, the 50s, which is fucked up. Like, Dio was out in 58. You know what I mean? Oh, like, it... well, he was playing bass. Yeah, anyway. And then nobody in the band could sing. Can you was... imagine that dude playing bass, that tiny, tiny band with the giant bass strapped it's, on? You said the Dio material? He wrote it all on bass. Yeah. It is in his basement post-Black Sabbath. So, like, he's, you know. Good morning. How are you? I love her. She's, so fucking nice. She's wonderful. I tend to stay away from her because the roadie really encroached on her life for a long time. <laughs> so I don't want to. I don't want to make her feel creepy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're fine. You're good. So, like, hi. He has that effect on people. Yes, he does. I need him on the program. That's my goal. Sorry, she'll just shoot him. <laughs> Probably. Hence me staying away from that that's whole a, gunshot that, section. That's a that's a dangerous human being right yeah, there. She's a United States she's Marine. She's so little. She's a United States Marine, sir. She had passed in front of me while you were playing, and I was like, that is a slight person. That's a tiny little lady. She put an emoji on under her name, and I'm trying to figure out what it is. Yeah, she looks like somebody just has their eyes shown. Yeah, she's creeping. I was just that creeping up over the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing. Either way, it's good to have you here. Thank you for watching. Yeah, so before we move on, Halford, man. So, so what you're saying is, at this point, are we allowed to say that officially this program believes that Rob Halford drugged and raped J.D. Lane along with his manager? I mean, I would never say it. Wouldn't say it? 
but I think it in my brain. Okay. Sometimes. But it seems like somebody has connected a lot of dots here. But no, it makes me happy because I feel like we kind of uncovered it, if I'm completely honest with you. No one had ever said this shit, ever. And then we said it. We said it a year ago. And then I'm telling you, this video popped up and this, this guy put it together. Like, I didn't do the research. Did we actually break a story? It feels like it. Believe it came I have the second fucking story we broke. You want the second story that we broke? Go ahead. I said Hugh Jackman was probably a homosexual. You definitely did. About five years ago. You definitely did. And it came out, what, three days ago? And most likely, he's touching dicks. With his personal trainer. And here's the irony. The personal trainer doesn't have the nice-to-find abs that he does. The personal trainer looks like my kind of person. Like, kind of doughy in the center. And I was like, for a personal trainer, why aren't you more ripped? But I guess he's a giant cock. So that's what it comes down to. So there you go. And Jackman is, is that it? Jackman is bottom all day. I think so. All day. When he was in the musicals, and then there's footage of that guy kissing him, that's a chick. He responded like a chick response. I've kissed a lot of chicks. And that's what it looks like. Okay. I, I don't disagree with that. It, <laughs> it's, it's hard for my head to picture Wolverine as a bottom. Kind of hurts my soul. He's not bit. Wolverine. He's an actor. He is an actor. And actors are shit. Acting. Yeah. <laughs> John Lovitz. Speaking of which, getting back to things that we wouldn't say on this program. Oh, of course, sir. Have you heard the news? What is the news? It is official that Rob Reiner will be directing and starring in Spinal Tap 2. So he is a part of it. Yes. I saw there's making one. Yep. How do you guys... All right, number one, molesting aside, I want to see that fucking movie. Oh, absolutely. I. What did it say? <laughs> no, because of your thing. He says you're Pam now. From The Office? Yes. Dunder Mifflin. Did you ever watch The Office? Every episode 7,000 times. Really? I hate everything post Michael Scott leaving. I've never watched a single full episode. Have you worked in an office? No. That's why it doesn't matter. Okay. I spent years in an office. If they did a show like, if they did a show about like job site shenanigans, I'd be in. It's funny you say that because when the show became a hit, the fucking warehouse became a a featured part of it. And there are warehouse shenanigans. So, Oh, it's really, it's pretty, it's a good dance. Like that I can get into. They knew women were watching, right? And they were like, blue collar husbands weren't. And they were like, we're going to, we're going to spice this up a bit for okay. the blue. And it works. Cause I did both. With the scummy warehouse people in the show. It was great. And then Craig Robinson has an entire career. I mean, it's over, he's, but he's like, you know, he's a thing because of that. Who's that? <laughs> I don't know that person is. Okay. It was a hot tub time. Oh no. What's that movie? The end. You ever see the end? Yeah. Remember the fat black guy? Okay. That's Craig Robinson. Okay. Uh, He's he's the angry DJ in The Goods with Jeremy Piven. Did you ever see that movie? Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, it's so good. I used to love Piven on Entourage. And then I heard all the stories of what he's like post-Entourage as a human being. And I am not a fan of him. Is he a dickbag? Well, he wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Okay. Just to make money. He leaves his mansion in Malibu and he's in like shitty little clubs in like Boston and Baltimore and all this shit. And then he's just like having a meltdown. It's like, oh my God, my bit. Like he's so I, I heard he's done the work and he's gotten better, but it, it makes me a little sad in my heart when you're an actor and then your show ends, you're like, oh just be a stand-up comedian. That's some dismissive shit, dude. Like I feel like stand-up's a lot harder than people think it is. It's impossible. It's like the hardest job ever. It's it's it can't be easy. Like, I would sit here and, and I fancy myself a bit of a performer. 
I got a couple bands. I do this program, you know, and I think I would get up there and I don't know that I'd be able to pull it off. No, I could pull it off. I, you I know. You think? I got, I got bits that are already on fucking YouTube on my channel that I just did off the hip. It went over well. And I feel like if I wrote that shit a little bit, it would work. I, I could do it. I, I don't think want if to. I was, if I was told to go up there, I would just go up there and just start telling embarrassing stories from my life. And that is stand up. I feel like that's all I would do is just tell stories. I could like I can tell stories. I have three chapters about um accidentally shitting myself as an adult. Yeah. In, in, in the new book. I would just tell one of them. And then <laughs> and then and you gotta be animated and you know, do your I thing. Think I, I think I'd be a big fat fail up there. <laughs> I don't know. It depends how much liquor you have. Yeah, if you were a little drunk and you're doing the shoulder shimmy, you might be I really think good. If you got a little banged up and just started without thinking about it, just spewing nonsense and hatred. The crowd works the key. My experience personally tells me that if you get on stage and you act like you belong there and you have confidence, it doesn't matter. It's half the game. And it's frankly speaking, like you there is half and you game. and I have been doing this for decades, I fear no audience. I don't give a fuck. Oh, no, I could care less. So if you could care less, or couldn't care less is how you're supposed to say it, you, you're fine. I used to say I seek it. <laughs> no, for real. That's that's the gig. No, and then the audience wouldn't bother me. I don't think that would be a thing. Well, that's the only problem. That's all there is. If you can get past those fucking people, you're fine. And I've been talking shit on stages since 1994. I'm I. I mean, 98. Yeah, probably. That's but, what I'm saying. Oh, I'm a little older than you are. It turns out just a little bit. But that's my point. So I we're fucking almost 33 decades in at this point. I can talk. So so what do you think about the Spinal Tap? You gonna watch it? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I so, love those guys. So they revealed a bit of the premise. What is the premise? The premise is that uh, the uh, head of the record label that Spinal Tap was signed to, uh, he he passes away. So it's the Led Zeppelin thing. And the widow of the record owner uh, is reviewing contracts and realizes that Spinal Tap owes the record label one more show or they're getting sued for like a shit ton of money, which apparently at this point in their life, they don't have. So they are now forced to reunite to perform one last time. And I think I fucking love it already. Like, I really want to go see it. Oh, yeah. I don't, it might not ever make theaters. Don't, don't, don't get excited. I don't give a shit what ridiculous random platform it comes out on. I'm watching it the day it comes out. Yeah, I'm going to watch it too. It's going to be so amazing. It won't be, though. Remember how we... Th I don't know about you, but during the pandemic, the third Bill and Ted came out. Yeah. And I thought it would be so amazing. No, I didn't I didn't have high hopes for that. Ron Kaiser said, I'd totally see it. Goddamn yeah. right, Ron. Where are you today, Ron? You should be on the show. He doesn't like to drive, I think. It's like it's a hike. It's a hike. Yeah, I mean, and, I understand. And then it's morning traffic and shit. He is I, great I on the program. You're on time. It's not really that bad. And yet. then he was going to be on, and then he wound up working. So Stupid. it's a thing. Work is dumb. No, it's not. <laughs> Work's dumb. Come on the program instead. It's way more fun. So, are, so, <laughs> so, what do you think? Are you definitely going to see? I said three times, yes. From the shitter. <laughs> oh, I miss him already. Was it Evil Core? From the shitter at Evil Core. The shitter at Evil Core. <laughs> Bro, knock Evil Core all you want. All right, fuck it. I'm gonna say bad stuff. I'm gonna fuck. Go ahead. I ordered here? the adapter. For the Holes headset microphone. Yes. And then Evil Core said, it'll be here Tuesday. 
Then they changed it to next fucking Tuesday, and today's Friday, right? And then I panic, and I'm like, well, I can't do that. So I went out to a real place in person. An actual brick and mortar. And I paid nine I paid nine dollars and some change for the one adapter. Then the five dollar double adapter set showed up the very next fucking day. It'll do that. And so then I went to return it and I have to go to a Whole Foods. I don't even know where the fuck a Whole Foods is. I thought Wawa not Wawa, I thought UPS store was a thing. Like not nah, Kohl's. Why don't you give it to me and I'll it wasn't an option. The option they gave me was to go to that thing because they bought it. You know that, but I don't know where the fuck. I'm not. I don't go to Whole Foods ever. There you go. That's pretty good. Where do you shop? Where do you do your grocery shopping? My grocery shopping? I go to Shoprite. Oh, not Whole Foods. Fuck no. Fuck no. <laughs> I have testicles and shit, bro. Have you ever been to one of those places? Here's what happened. In my first marriage in 2004, a Whole Foods was right next door to the condo my wife owned that we moved into, right? And I'm like, let me try it out. And I went in, they had nothing that I would eat. Nothing! Right. And I was like, and then I tried to talk to someone and they like kind of freaked me out and they didn't like me and I didn't like them and I just left. I, fucking... I will say this, that, that as, a, as a child, as a young man, as a young adult, if you had told me that at some point in my mid-30s, that I would feel horrendously out of place in a grocery store, I wouldn't have believed you. And yet, as I strolled through the colossally ridiculous organic aisles of Whole Foods, here I was, and I'm like, I don't fucking belong here. And the prices are astronomical. Sucks. The prices are astronomical. Yeah, the clientele sucks balls. They're very like. I the I staff sucks balls. Say, I thought I was judgy. I, like, we walk in there like. Yeah, like take your little kale and broken dreams and show us your dreams. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna put that quote down. Take your kale and broken dreams and fuck off. I nominate that as, as quote of the week. I support that. I won last week. No, I won last week. That's right. So Samantha said Team ShopRite. Michael Gregory said Johnny Mac is enjoying the privacy and privilege of Big Al's quiet, quiet quitter shitter. Quiet quitter shitter. That might be, be on air. Johnny Mac said you uh, know it. Fire Pants said that's the quote of the day. Am I killing broken dreams or did Michael Gregory redeem us? Quiet. I am not voting for Michael Gregory for a very, very long time. We vote you out. Kale. Kale and broken dreams. It was pretty And awesome. too fucking long to write on a board, frankly. Oh, it's not, because I've written and You tried to leave last week and not even write the fucking board. It's true, you did. You sure about that? Whenever Firepants talks, I start making bird noises, and I claim that she speaks like a bird when she talks. That's me. It's amazing. I'm like, that's you. It's funny... There. Which it's in fact probably actually not garbage compared well, to what we all. Well, no, no, no. But it's been for me. It's been 19 years, and I'm still alive. So what the fuck do they know? Like I buy my garbage, my processed food. Fuck it. Fuck it. Right. I'm here. But you're making staff pretty shitty too. That's the thing. Customer service, motherfucker. They seem insanely disinterested. Maybe it's just because we look the way we do. Do you, think we're be, do you think we're being discriminated against? In 2004, though, Joe's? I mm -hmm. looked hip. I was hip in 2004. You sure about that? Yeah, dude, I was covered in fucking tattoos and shit. That was like all the rage back then. 
Like I was like tattoos. But it's no longer the rage. Unless it's like do me on my forehead, it doesn't count anymore. And like little squiggly line black tattoos. Why are they bad? I don't know. Why are the face tattoos bad? I don't know. So Johnny Knox said big house, quiet, quitter, shitter, qualify for prime TV. How come my prime is late all of a sudden because it's Christmas? Hello, John. Hello. Steel. I have been. I don't Walmart. speak to anyone in Walmart. I mean, anyone. Nor do I. But like, I have to give credit where credit is due. When I have to buy a massive amount of jugs of water or bottles of water for my staff, nothing is cheaper. Nothing is cheaper. And you go. Three times in the course of the season, I get hundreds of bottles. I put them in the garage. I fill up the whole thing, and then I use them, and then I get more. And so there's three trips. And then when I go there, I find myself buying groceries because it's so fucking cheap. Now, here's my here's my issue with Walmart. My biggest issue, especially the one right by my house. There's a Walmart right by my house. Okay. And then there's another one that's probably an extra 10 minutes away. And I will travel the extra distance to the <laughs> other one because the one right by my house like it is the worst walmart ever and literally walking inside you can you can feel the racial tension inside of it do you know you've just because 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 it's just it's just chock full of trashy people who hate other trashy people and i walk around there and look just based on looks i know which side i've been assigned to i'm sure of it why wouldn't you bring your son That That would be amazing to me. That really throws people off, and they don't know what's happening. We're a beacon of light in the midst of the the, the hell that is Walmart. They might think you're a gay couple at this point. It's true. It could be Because he's a handsome boy. You're not wrong. (laughs) I'd once again be working above my pay grade. What do you know? (laughs) You've just literally described my Walmart situation. It's horrible. There's, one, there's one 10 minutes over to over my right shoulder. Yeah. And there's one 20 minutes behind you. And which one go to that every one. fucking time. And that one's still shitty. Oh, yeah. But it's a different oh, level none of, of shitty. None of them are good. By any stretch of the imagination are any of them, like, a pleasurable experience. Like, you know, I do not, I do not add Walmart on the list of things that's like, you know, <laughs> Chinese massage and then Walmart. No, it is not up that high on the list. I'm not looking for rubbing tubs there. Well, you know what's really fucked up? We went and saw John's sister, and she lives up in Hackettstown, New Jersey. We walked into that Walmart. There's a fucking hair salon. There's a nail salon. It was clean. It's not like smoke and broken dreams in there. <laughs> Nobody's like telling you to fuck off. Like, it was super nice, but it's two hours away. I can tell you why it's like that. It's the only industry in that city. Like, retail is the only thing they have, and they all work there, or a prison. It's a prison, or it's retail, and that's it. That's it. So, speaking of which, we have an escaped prisoner in the neighborhood again last night. Did you guys see that show? I did. I did see that. Holmesburg Prison, someone escaped. He's, like, old-looking, and his face is all beat up. No, this one's more of a, he's bigger. Yeah, I want to know how, this dude better watch out. What are you talking about? The guy that's escaped now? Uh, yeah. I got a couple comments. So, Fire Pan said when you're talking about the face tattoos, skin on the face is thin, so it doesn't heal well. Daniel DiStefano. Oh, dance on! What's up? That is a friendly co worker of mine. He said, neck tattoo, does it scare Zach? <laughs> <laughs> that 
That's an inside work joke. I'll explain. Yes, please. <laughs> Ron Kaiser said, I hate going to Walmart and it's five minutes from my house. And then Ron Kaiser saying, did they catch the guy yet? I don't think they did. So here's the thing. That last guy that got away and he was hiding in the woods out by Longwood Gardens and shit. Yeah. That's cool. They sent the cops out there to look for him, whatever. I, I, I firmly believe that, like, if he had lasted another week or so, he was going to die out there. Because if you remember the timing of it, like... Dude, it was just about hunting season. Like, bow hunting season was about to open. Yeah, you want to find something out in those woods? Let all the bow hunters out there. That dude would have been an arrow in his face in, like, four minutes. Well, why is this guy in more danger, you said? Because it is hunting season now. Man. He goes out in the woods, they'll find him. Not to break up everybody's fucking I hate to tell process. you this, but those dudes out there in the woods alone with guns are looking for a reason to shoot somebody. Number one, if I'm breaking out of prison, I'm never going to the fucking woods ever. The other guy did. I'm just saying. It happened. And I said, if he does what the last guy did, which... We are in Holmesburg in Philadelphia. There's no woods. I'm sure you can find some. So all you have to do, that guy has like a big head of gray hair, right? Shave your fucking face. Find one of the fucking masks everybody's fucking wearing and just go south. That's it. Go south. I mean, south. Get How happy am I? Are you don't like it. Don't my like nose, it. my nose looks a lot bigger now because I haven't seen him without. Fuck out of here, dude! It was hair all over my bathroom. It was disgusting. I hated it. Never again. Never. I might rock a five o'clock shadow because there was parts of it that were okay, but I fuck it. Yeah, I hated it. I hated it. I tried. I see you maintain the soul patch though. Well, I've had that for thirty-five years. <laughs> Again, I was hip then. Um, 35? You look like you were a disturbed singer off Wish. No, I don't, because he, cause he's four foot tall. So it doesn't really apply, does it? He looks like he ordered me off a of Wish, actually. With his big fucking earring jaws hanging out of his fucking lip. I hate that fucking guy. Do you? Oh, no, man. Him. Well, we did a, a tour. It wasn't a huge tour. We did a 3,000-seater in Europe, in, in England. And we were going out, and this is before social media, and we were like fucking flyering people. And there's like a line of people, and I'm like, we're the American band on tour, come see us. Like, no, mate, we're going to see the American band. And fucking Disturb was playing the 10,000 seater across the street the That's same awesome. the same day. Okay, Michael G said, I want to see Bex do the John Luke Picard look with the hair. Firepan said, he is a cutie, not you, but the singer from Disturb. Fuck that guy. And Angie is watching. Hello, Angie. <laughs> What do you mean, not me? I'm a fucking cutie. <laughs> not ye. Angie, where's our barbecue? <laughs> now, if anybody's listening, next Friday, we're going to have the regular program. Yes. The following week, it will be on Thursday because I'm going away for the weekend. We're going to screw up everybody's week. Yeah, we're going to fuck it up. We're going to fuck it up. Yeah. Ron Kaiser said, dude from Disturbed Truth. I mean, I don't think he's wrong. Shut the fuck up. They just put out a new single. No one cares. Them and Godsmack can fucking die in an airplane crash together. Fucking hate them. I will tell you that I saw Disturbed two years ago at MMIRQ, and they were not good. I was told nine years ago 
someone I broadcasted with back then went to see them. And he said you could just tell the guitar player was showing up for a paycheck. He was dressed in like regular street clothes, like a, like, like a regular guy. Yeah. Did his parts and left. But go ahead. Oh, so Angie said Morning Friends and Fire Pants was like, hey. Hey, like, what? You know, if she was here, I might give a flying fuck what she said. Oh, please. Give her some grace. She has the day off. Yeah. Like, like she should be here. Anywho. Anywho. He's anywho. right. He's right. They're old ladies. <laughs> they are. I'm not cute. Number one. So you fuck off. I am also not cute, Ken. That's what you said. Why? Thank you. I feel better now. See, it wasn't real. <laughs> What show? What show do you have? Huh? Tell, tell them. It's her craft show in oh. Riceburg. Okay. Like the candles and stuff. Yeah. Candles and things? Do we have one that we could show the people? There's like 50 of them There's here. One. I don't. The Star Wars one is here. All right. Hold on. We'll show the people. Because Dave's telling me to. Why am I pushing her products? I'm afraid if I get up, I'm going to pull them. No, you have to get up. I got this. I mean, look. We were sponsored, you know, Big Al's Dog Piss Mattress Emporium. Well, we don't do that anymore. Uh, I, we haven't. I'm kind of sad. Watching because she just liked the pro the program's page. Oh, it's smelly, smelly Kelly. <laughs> Every Where? person I know named Kelly is Smelly Kelly for the record. Where's the one with the name of the program? The big the fucking. That was over on the table, so did I. I don't know. Did somebody take it? It's not here. Well, Wait, it might be down. It is down. We had a guest. It's in the storage area of the weird shit from our table. That's true. And my son's girlfriend Kelly said, "Good morning, everyone." So this is the stuff that fire pants. Yay! She's not here to fucking push it. YouTube doesn't. YouTube doesn't get to see it. Just Facebook. Dude. 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 And Johnny Knox saying, "Good morning, Kelly," in the chat. She's she's crafting. She's crafty. She gets around. She's crafty. Yeah. I did that. You did it. I did. Your mom wasn't a mom mom when you were a child? Not not so much, no. My real mother wasn't, but I was adopted when I was about four. So the adopted mom, who I adore, I call my mother, was a crafter. It's a broad thing. They do it. They want to make shit. They make people. They make candles. Whatever the fuck they can make, they make that shit. And I, so, go ahead. I'm, I'm, yes, it goes on in my house. Oh, so you get it. You act like you didn't understand. Oh, no, I understand. I mean, I don't personally understand. And then my second wife, oh my God, she would find fucked up furniture at the side of the road, make me bring it home. And then she's like, I'm going to refinish it. And of course we got divorced because I'm a fuck up. And then when she left, I'm stuck with all this shitty furniture that she didn't fucking want that I had to put out for fucking trash. Like, I don't want any shit in my house anyway. Then she leaves, has a new long-term boyfriend. He has a truck. When All right. When you don't work in the trades and you have a truck as your primary fucking vehicle, something wrong with you. Like, there's something not right there. Like, this beautiful big work truck that's meticulous. Shut the fuck up. Right. $45,000 for nothing. Michael Gregory said the syrup should be boiled in oil and 
I got to be honest. My story should not be interrupted for fucking Michael Gregory's fucking interceptions. Yeah, fight. I can talk about Michael Gregory, not the whole. Okay, the whole's fine. <laughs> You're sure cranky today. You're cranky today. You are cranky as shit today. You came in in a bad mood. You came in the door in a bad mood. <laughs> I'm tired too. How long have you been awake? I'm tired. Were you up all night? Kind of, yeah, because I go on a TikTok rabbit hole. That's your fault. Like, last year. Well, and then, like, you know, last week, you guys were texting me at 3 in the morning. You were answering! What was that? I send you shit at 3 in the morning all the time. Because he's awake. Because I'm awake. But then I fuck up because I delete every single text message. Why? And let's talk about that. That's weird. You're weird. It feels cheaty. It feels cheaty. It feels what? Cheaty. Cheating. Cheating or shitty? Cheating. Not that you are, but if offers like you delete everything all the time, I'd be like, why are you deleting everything all the time? The only things I don't delete, believe it or not, is our whole plethora of memes I have in there. Because <laughs> Those you should. Oh, you have to recheck them. Aha. Uh -huh. I. Yeah, me too. That's why I do that. But I save everything. And I but I have a customer who would text me two years ago. And then it pops up. Oh my god! I got a whole thing I want to bitch. Maybe I shouldn't say this. God damn it! Uh oh. Michael Gregory's gonna interrupt the fucking thing anyway. I will ring the bell when this pops up. That's his punishment. I worked on a roof five years ago, right? In a certain position or a certain spot, at least in the house. Then a couple years later, it leaked again. I'm like, hey, it's time for a silver code. So we did it again. We silver coded it. Now all this time goes by. They called me, not June of 2023 but june of 2022 and i went and i patched it it didn't work i went again in like july when it rained again and now we're good right well the fucking patch lasts from july of 22 the warranty expires in june and then in late september she fucking texted me she's like oh it's leaking i'm like well you're out of warranty but i'll come over and i felt bad a different part of the roof broke but it was near the other part and i just fixed it for free and i was like listen not for nothing. I can't give you a warranty for this, but I'm fixing it and I'm not charging you. And if it happens again, unfortunately, you have to pay. And she says, oh, thank you so much. I thought that was nice, right? So she fucking texts me at like seven o'clock in the morning on fucking Monday. It rained Sunday. It did. And of course, I, 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 I respond. I know it rained on Sunday because I stood <laughs> She's like, She's like, it's raining. Can you come tomorrow or whatever it was? And I was, I wrote back immediately. I'm like, well, depending on the time, yeah, we can come through, you know, and, and we'll see what's up. We have to charge it. Like I had said before, 12 hours go by 12 hours. And now she's like, oh, um, well, what would it cost? And can you come tomorrow? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, not for nothing. It'll cost this much, but can you please reply soon? Cause I have to mobilize people and we have to get a whole thing happening. It has to, you know what I mean? Another fucking 90 minutes goes by. Now it's fucking 8.30 at night. Who the fuck texts the roof rate 30 night? And she's like, oh, well, you gave me this price. Can I pay $200 less? And then you can do it tomorrow. So I wrote in the chat that I was glad that my son's girlfriend Kelly popped in. And she said, Eric's been showing me clips I needed to stop in. So there's a little traction. There's Dave. Veronica Vega said, good morning. That Veronica Vaughn is one fine piece of ass. I know from experience, dude. Michael G said, I'm tired too. Well, not as tired as me. I was woken up by Gargamel at 3 a.m. yelling for Bones to answer his phone. Gargamel. Is that true? 
What did you call him? You didn't call him Michael Gregory. You called him something Michael else. G. I didn't know who that was. I got confused. So, so you're, you're trying to trick me. Okay. <laughs> uh, also, what are, you, are you a first grade teacher? Times. No, you didn't. I don't give a fuck. Also, are you a first grade teacher? Oh my god! Read, Michael G! Michael G, read the text. Oh my it. god! That, well, that's because there are 35 Michaels in class, right? What did you bring for show and tell, Michael G? Michael J would like to interrupt the proceedings. <laughs> Michael G, Michael J, Michael R. <laughs> oh, fuck him. I'm so mad at that guy. Fuck yeah! He fucking says, oh, I'm available next Friday. And like an asshole, I get all excited. I'm like, oh, this will be really great. Fine. He won't take one fucking morning off from work. Going at 12. Can't do it. You can't experience this in the morning and then expect to go to work. That's not a thing. Take one day. Angie says, you're, you're all angry else today. You need barbecue. Sorry. Dave's not. I'm, I'm not. I'm happy. Really nice however, however, Angie, my dear Angie, I would be happier with barbecue. Yeah, I'm right? Saying. I'm just saying. Let's discuss what we want. You can't be sad with barbecue. Wait, you can't be sad with bacon? Is that it? You don't win friends with salad. You don't win friends with salad. You don't win friends with salad. For the copper. Oh my god. All I do is fuck up quotes and you correct them. So what That's I do. what my entire what life. What we do on this program. That's my entire it's okay. life. It's okay. I fuck up dates and you correct them. I, so I, I know 75% of anything and Dave knows 100 Gregory Michael said, I'm building the hype for when I finally appear. He's not invited! Not invited! Like the Nairobi trio Ernie What the fuck? I don't even know what he just said. And then, like, we interrupted the whole thing. And then, he doesn't come to New Year's. He doesn't fucking come to anything. Well, her family, that's the sentence. Well, her family, well, her, she don't want to fucking come either. You're a grown-ass man. No, he's new guy, new marriage. And dude, the one thing I can say about that guy, he's pretty loyal to his lady. And whatever the fuck she says is what he fucking does. And that, and he's married and happy, and I'm by myself in, in a house. So what the fuck do I know? Why don't you Samantha? Stop hating on my girlfriends? Well, no, because I don't think I mean, that yes. stop. I don't think that'll ever stop, to be honest. No, it won't. It will 100% uh, not. It's not Especially not with those two because they're fucking haters. They are fucking haters. I feel like you're hateful. And grateful. Grateful and hateful. You're not grateful for any of his girlfriends. You're a fucking hater. I think one you liked. Everybody liked the same one. Yes. Not good at the, you know. Right. You know. Oops. I disagree. Not with herself, though. Why? I'm I'm the one that's being honest here. Whoa. I was the honest one. You know, inviting I didn't care what she did. I didn't tell you I liked her or not. I just told her she smelled like fucking crazy. And she said, I like your girlfriend's best. Yes, that's the problem too. God damn it. Then she collects them all to show together and she's like, Do you guys know each other? Have you met? Oh my god, isn't Bex great? And they're like, Wait, what? Then we're getting rap car I have I, I will never forget that night outside Dobbs, dude, and the scowl on your face was fucking priceless. That was a meme. That would be a meme. Here's the worst part. He was carrying gear out and like the bus is this way. He's carrying gear out and looking over just like <laughs> like walking, not even looking where he's going, just just 
violent scowls. And I could hear it. Well, Vex and I have been talking for this long. And I'm just like, oh, shut the fuck up. She's the enemy, man. Juan Gregory said, you may hate and upset with Big House commercial agent, but in my best brother love voice, I love you. Fuck you? I love you. No. Where's brother love? If you get us, if you, Michael Gregory, Juan, Michael G, if you manage to show up or deliver us a brother love action figure, that can stand next to Jim Ross, perhaps he'll be forgiven. No. I want him to dress as Brother Love. Yes! In the white suit and the red face. And the red tie, the and monochromatic red on red. And do the program. And bring the figurine. I love you. Do that. Do that, and then you're forgiven. I love you. Do you know who... How is there a next fuck-up? I depend on him for nothing going forward. Nothing! When Angie says she's going to bring barbecue, I know eventually there will be barbecue. There will. Oh, yeah, she's definitely, yeah. You Probably. can't depend on fire pants to show up or fucking Michael Gregory. Your fucking friend. Timothy Gregory? Timothy. Timothy. So, Johnny and I said, Big Gay Al. I'm super. Thanks for asking. <laughs> big Gay Al, Big Gay Bo, right? Maybe he has to dress as Big Gay Al. I'm super. Thanks for asking. You want Brother Love or Big Gay Al? Which one do you want? You know, flip a coin. Hawaiian shirt? <laughs> I, feel like, I, I feel like Brother Love would be harder to pull off. I think it's him. I think he is Brother Love. So, you gotta give him like a heavier load, like workload. It shouldn't be that easy. So like, like you. Like big AL, you can get away with just a Hawaiian shirt, which you can and shorts, Hawaiian shirt and shorts. Like, like you roll in, you gotta find a white suit. Like that's that's tricky. I would allow white pants, red shirt, red tie, and we, we'll be okay. And then why are you gonna wear the white pants? Why not? Why? Because you gotta buy the white jacket. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> I was going to go to brunch today with her, and then yesterday I was like, no, let's just go today, you know, because you and she didn't fucking, so what if I didn't go to brunch yesterday, and she didn't show up today, and I have no brunch? I poisoned myself again. What'd you do? Okay. They make the, I'm not saying, but you know where I go. Well, no, I changed it recently. Fire Pants ordered cream chip beef. No, no, listen. She don't understand. Okay, I can't tell my story because you puked in 1976. <laughs> so my mother used to make it when I was a kid. And it was banging. Banging, right? Toast? I, toast? It, over toast? Come on. Stop. You ever had it over hash browns? It's better. Can I tell my story? No, fuck Are you? Yeah, you got it. I'll wait. <laughs> I was done. No, you're not done. I was done. <laughs> I love I love you. you. So she gets it. I'm gonna start drinking. My mother's been dead for 20 years. I have not had it in 20 years. So I taste it and it's divine. And I was like, next time I come here, I'm gonna order it. So I order it, right? And then I eat and I come home and I had worked all day. I take a nap on the couch. I wake up from the nap. I don't feel well, right? So I go to the facilities. It's like a 45 minute process, whatever. I don't put two and two together. I go back a week later, I have it again. I'm like, this is amazing. By the third time, I'm like, something's not right. They must put onion powder in the mix. Oh, what problem? Because I'm allergic to onions, right? It's so a it's weird thing to be allergic to. It's fucked up, but it's true. It's just the way it is. Anything onion gets me sick on the back end. That's just how it works. So I went yesterday, and I now know that it makes me sick. I know it, and I'm like, 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna risk it. I'm gonna see what happens there. You know? You're to risk it for the biscuit. So I risk it. It's and they fucked up the toast. The toast's a little too well done. So I was shitty, but it did taste good. So I eat the meal. Me and Firepants go shopping. We took a picture of her. I she finally acknowledged she's a midget, which is nice. Took a long time. It's in writing on my phone. I have it. She's like, I look like a midget. I'm like, that's just what you look like. I, so I believe little person is the preferred. That's what she said. Her normal. Our, she's a fucking midget. She said what she for our PC viewers. Then I came home and I'm like, well. I was already dressed in my work clothes. I'm just going to destroy all these leaves in my yard. Like, the leaves. So I work for like two hours. I grind everything up. I'm still feeling pretty good. And I'm like, ooh, maybe it's not the... Maybe I'm acclimating to the poison. Dodge the bullet. Nothing. I was fine. It was perfect. And then around 5.10, when the sun went down, the pain began. And I was like, motherfucker. And then I went and did the 45-minute stretch and the whole thing. And then I was afraid to eat dinner because now I'm all fucked up, right? So I like waited, but I ate. It was fine. So yeah, it's a mix. Yeah, you can't do that. They make it at six o'clock in the morning, and then the rest of the day they heat it up. No, yeah, it's not made to order. No, no. So like when you go to like McDonald's and you order a cheeseburger, do you get no onions on it? I get a McDouble with cheese and ketchup only. Same, exact same order. No. Yeah. And then a large fry. Uh, that cost, but that's whoa. I want no pickles. <laughs> my fear is I don't mind a pickle, but you, I, they're gonna put the onions on that fucking thing, and I'm gonna die. I can't. And then they're dice so small, you might fuck up and miss they one. Sliver. No, if they put the sticker on it that says special order, I know I'm straight. But what if the sticker was printed wrong? No, it says it. The, the sticker says it. So I. If it doesn't have the sticker, I guarantee there's onions on it. Oh, okay. So the sticker, like, because they, they have printed out and they put it on, and it says what I want. Johnny Mac said, Sam is part of the LPP AOA, Little People Alliance of America. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I didn't like it added to the list. That's I'm solid. Get my notepad out. Firepan said, extra ketchup, extra onions, extra mustard, no pickle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Alright. Do you normally get pickles on a burger? If you were at a restaurant and ordered a burger, would you get pickles on it? You know, I'm gonna tell you what I really do. You're not going to like it. I, I don't give a fuck. In a restaurant, I get an entire boat of the spears of pickles, and every bite, I bite a pickle. Every single bite, I, I don't find that that's like strange. Yeah. yeah no, that's the best fucking really love it. My, like, my, like problem a, is, my problem is, I hate McDonald's pickles. I'll give you that, because they're bitter. They're gross. They are gross. Wow, you're really going to drink? Uh, well, you know what? I keep looking at this thing, and it's filled up. And you said you filled it up just for I me. I did fill and it up for you. I, but no, now I, I got to refill it, so don't do that. <laughs> I'm not going to drink all of it. You don't know. I mean, I might. I mean, look, you, you want to really All right, wait. You hour. did drink the other one. It took a year, but you did it. Yeah. The whole thing was like that when you came, and then last week it was empty. I intend to do it again. Okay, Lionel Gregory said, Wendy's is far superior. <laughs> Wendy's is far superior. Angie said, well, you just gave me something else to make for you. Shit, <laughs> pizza's on my list, and I will not be here that day. Here's the thing. No. Wendy's burgers are great. Oh, they are. They're but their fries are shit. Yeah, see, I like Wendy's fries. I don't like Burger King's fries. Tastes like the potato no. sticks out of the can. They Burger do. King's fries are total ass. I will say that for years I agreed with you. Yes. But I feel like lately Wendy's has stepped up their fries. What, how far lately are we talking? A year or two. Yeah. Now they want. They're still not McDonald's. I will not lead you down that path. That would be a lie. But they have definitely upped their fry games to an extent. Checkers and Chick Fil A slaps, but you don't really see the checkers around us. 
Arby's curly fries are fire. They win hands down. No, but a curly fry doesn't count because it's advanced. A curly fry is a better fry. So it, there's no way there's, it doesn't matter. It is better. A curly fry is a fry. No, it's a curly fry with different fucking breading. It's okay. not. So you can't include, like, say, like, uh, like if you went to Sonic, you couldn't add tots. No. Okay. And the fucking waffle fry doesn't count, and I hate it. It's like It tastes like cardboard. You have to really season a waffle fry. Agreed. I don't think I, I've ever I'll even seen what the best thing used to be. KFC used to have fucking oh potato God, wedges. Yes. They were the fucking tits. Do you know everything I eat from KFC gets me sick? There must be onion powder and everything. There is. Everything I eat gets me sick there. Everything. You've, you've identified one of the seven secret herbs and spices. <laughs> Holy shit! Onion powder number one! <laughs> is that really what it is? I would have to imagine, yes. I get sick every time. I never, ever don't get sick. Zacharias for the French fries. Daniel Stefano said yes. Arby's fries and Chick-fil-A waffle fries. Fuck a waffle fry. Yeah, I'm out on the waffle fry. I'll eat a waffle fry. I'm there for the chicken. The chicken is divine. I'm just here for the chicken. No, I gotta, I gotta make this crystal clear. I've been talking to my friends about this. Everybody who's had it here agrees it's very good. Everybody, including Trish, I might add. Everybody who's had it. We have Trish. We have fucking Gale. Everybody who's had it agrees that it's good. Any other Wawa sucks. So I I will not risk it. I won't go to a different Wawa and spend my $14. See, me and John and I will try it by the one by We have to come over. You got to come over one night, and we'll just get it. We'll get it from here. Yeah, but I'm saying then we can get one from where we're at, and then really like... All right, I'm going to tell you that. Oh, are we done? Jesus. Angie's not a midget. And my son is watching. Hey, buddy. <laughs> so, <laughs> hello. So, since my since my dear friend Dan is watching, uh, I got to tell you, uh, we were at work the other night and we ordered Papa John's. And normally, I'm not a huge Papa John's guy. You don't like Papa John's, but well, they're open late, and they, you know you can order it at work. So, uh, we ordered the uh, Shakaroni. Oh, well, because Shaq they say the N-word in meetings, Shaq now took over. Yeah. Did you know that? No. It was, oh, yeah. I mean, it was a thing. What, you're just going to start dropping the N-word at work? Huh? You're just going to start dropping the N-word at work? No, but it would be that. They wouldn't know I'm saying that. Oh, I don't know what she's talking So about. she's going to say Shagaroni as opposed to the N-word. Okay, no. That's, that's, that's not how that happened. Uh, what, what he's saying is that uh, the guy that you used to see on TV, Papa John, you know, uh, he's no longer on the TV or a part of their board anymore because he dropped the N word with a me. hard ER, like not like me Why? and my homies. No. He was he, like he, he, <laughs> his his white Italian ass fired the hard R in a board meeting. Hard ER, right? so swing and a miss on that one. Way to not read the room, Papa John. Okay, so let me continue. So now. Uh, uh, Shaquille O'Neal has become a, a uh, large majority owner of Papa John's. He owns like nine franchises and a bunch of other shit and like has like stock in the company. And uh, their new pizza is the Shaparoni. It's a large pizza. It's bigger than the normal Papa John's pizza. It's a little bit heftier too. And it comes with a fuckload of pepperoni. And along with the regular garlic dipping sauce that they give you, they got spicy garlic dipping sauce also, and it's pretty fucking bad. If I'm gonna get, if I'm gonna get garbage pizza, 
I go for fucking Domino's. I fucking hate Domino's, dude. Domino's is the deep. That that's why you like Wawa pizza because you eat garbage. You might as well just eat out of the. You don't know what you're talking about, dude. Domino's is fucking. When's the last time you tried Domino's? Like three months ago. Bullshit. And it's fucking horrible. Lies. They did. They forgot his bacon and sausage on the one pizza. And he was a salty fucker for like hours. And Johnny Max said they should change the name from Papa John's to Papa Shack. I'm cool with that. Or Papa Squat. <laughs> Angie. Because <laughs> your pizza shit. Angie, Angie. You know there? Angie, Angie, Angie. Angie! Go acquire. You me up! <laughs> <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus, I hate my life. Bang! Shut <laughs> up! I like I like the move where he does where he looks like he's half like like paranoidly looking at the curtains, but paranoidly like like also maybe doing like the breaststroke in a pool where he's like <laughs> That's a good one. Do you I know where he that learned that move? Tina Turner. Yes! Gail is watching. Gail Finally! Hi Gail. Alright. No no uh -huh. Daniel. Shaq's crusty chaperoni. Okay. <laughs> Angie. Sex crusty. Go get your driver's license. Read your height on the driver's license. If it is over five feet tall, which it is, not under. No, there's not a four on your driver's license. You're nowhere fucking near fire pants. She has a screenshot to me. So we have not even that. Time. I know her. <laughs> I walked her down the aisle at her wedding. Okay, I know her. I know the midget personally. We went shopping yesterday. There's no fucking parallel here. What do you think, do you think from her license? Cheers, you fucks. Yeah! Samantha, I need you to screenshot your license. And, Angie and Angie's definitely over. It's at least five. At least five feet tall. I almost went out of this group of bitches. Oh, I think Kate's taller than me, though. Because I'm five five. Oh, Kate's taller, yeah. Angie said, I love, I love coffee went <laughs> Go get the license. You know it's over five foot. If it's five, my mother was five foot tall. I understand five foot tall. I do understand that. It's a thing. My mother was also like five. And foot she tall. said five two. So you're nowhere fucking near the midget. Nowhere near the midget. She's tiny. Not that tiny. The midget's like four foot three tops. Tops. Four three with heels. She's pretty small. It's like shocking. Yes. No, she's. But she's over five feet. I can look over her head. Yeah, Trish is tiny. Jesus Christmas! I'm just collecting tiny women. Angie said two inches matter. <laughs> You're goddamn right. Anybody could be a four. <laughs> Only if you are six point two. <laughs> I definitely am, but in width, not length. I am not a withy guy. <laughs> My dick looks like a tuna can. We love and miss Johnny Mac, just so the record can reflect. We love and miss Johnny Mac. We don't, we don't have time to miss Johnny Mac. He was on the program Friday. Barely. He was at practice on Saturday, and he was at your practice on Sunday. Well, it's the fucking Friday again, and I miss him. Can I not miss my friend? And he liked the whiskey, too, Dee. Everybody likes whiskey, especially when you drink with me. It's fucked on the fun. Did you drink already? I did. You did or you didn't? I did. Oh. I held it up. I looked right at you. I went, was I looking at you when you did that? I don't know what you were doing. Probably not. 
I'm sure you were. I would like the record to reflect we are an hour in and have hit zero topics. That's zero. My favorite kind of show. Not one topic. That's not true. We hit one. No, they weren't on the list. They were just add-ons. Oh. No, no, no. Under five, you're a fucking midget. That's life. Is that the rules? Is that the, is that the cutoff? Well, I, my original weight is eight pounds, nine ounces. That's what I'm trying to get back to on my birthday. Anybody's over four feet. Seven, seven. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't I was, even know what my birth certificate is. I had a giant head is. just like Baby Vex. I did. I had a head. I had a head. See, Aaron was a big kid. He was head trousers. <laughs> that boy's head's like Sputnik. He'll cry himself to see if it's giant piddle. Eight pounds, 15 ounces, right? So it was like 24 hours later when I could see something at the last minute. So, like, his dad has the video account because back then, you know, you wanted to tape everything. And as they're, like, bringing Eric out, you hear the doctor in the background go, God damn, that's a big baby. And then we see the camera. Because it was the blood, all the guts. Because, you know, they take your insides and flop it right on your stomach. Like, the nurse that's now dead flopped his shit on my back. Do you know how <laughs> fucked up you are to be here and share this with us? Like, I knew, I know you so well. I knew where the end of the story was going. I was like, this is a fucked up lady. This is like I was a C-section. I carved up my fucking mother. Like they, I was hanging myself with the umbilical cord. They were like, "Well, he can come the natural way, but he's gonna be dead. So we're gonna slice you open." And she's like, "All right." So now I have my son and his girlfriend watching, and Eric's dead unit. I was I was the last of many children. I think I probably just fell out of the kitchen floor. You have a lot of siblings. I'm the last of six kids. You know, I didn't. It's never come up before. I yeah. never knew that. Do you, are you friends with these people? Who your siblings? Um, half of them are dead. So. Whoa! Wow! It did. Yeah. Like Von Eric dead, or like uh, one of them? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know about that. Uh, I think he had. Uh, well, all right. We'll get into it. Fuck it. Let's talk about this. So he had. Uh, he was working in a warehouse and had a serious accident. Um, uh, a forklift came around the corner and the forks hit him just below the knee on one of his legs. Um, and after seven or eight major surgeries, rods and pins and screws, he eventually lost the leg. Um, but in the midst of all that, developed a severe addiction to painkillers. And I think probably did he want to end it all? I don't know. But I think he went to bed one night and took enough pills that he didn't care if he woke up. If that helps. Yeah. How old was he? Uh, not exactly sure. Just forties, I guess. That's sad. Yeah. That sad, and then piece of shit cancer got my other brother. Also sad. How old was he? Also in his forties. Wow. Yeah, prostate cancer. Mm. Killed him quick. How's it get you quick? Huh? There's a lump on. Yeah, if there's a lump on your ball, go to the doctor. You know what I mean? Uh, like in your butt. Oh, prostate. Yeah, not testicular cancer. I apologize. I'm not very smart. So no, I know. It's fine. My, I went prostate. I went balls. I did. I did do that. Oh, yeah. You die from that. Yeah. And, and, and it does go fast. Because does, you don't know. Who knows? No. Hey, you know. Do you get checked? You should get checked. I was just going to ask, do you guys have you guys? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I got a finger in my butt, but it wasn't a doctor. And I had a finger in my butt, but it wasn't. It was a female doctor, and I was very, very young. Well, so so what happened? Uh, I, one time I went to get it checked. I, I walked into the doctor's office, and I was like, "Okay, you know, I'm a little nervous. I'm trying to, you know, break the ice, and you know, 
I'm like, so where, where do you want me to put my pants? And he was like, right there next to mine. And then I got concerned. Then I was like, wait a minute, this is a dentist's office. What's going on here? I got, it got really weird. You fell that. for it, didn't you? You did. Went, look, as soon as the pants <laughs> happened, I knew it was a bit. <laughs> I knew it was a bit. Yes! I brought it back. I brought it all the way back. Stop, stop, stop. stop me up! <laughs> Dave. Yes? What can we get into now? In 2010, the adopted child, who turned out to be a 22-year-old woman, will give her side of the story in a new documentary coming out in January of 2024. All right, so this is not the first time this has happened. The first part of the documentary, I did not. I, no, no, I, I didn't see any of it because it's oh, at January. Please watch it. All right, so I've seen uh, uh, something about uh, an event like this. I don't know if it's the same. No, person. there's a horror movie about this. Oh, the there is, but it's based on a true story. It, well, this girl, I it's it's this person? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I have seen some shit about that, and that shit is crazy. No, it, it's legit. So she was official, like a real little person. But like, this, yeah. Not like fireman, <clears throat> but like actual real little. Right. Which is the same thing. And I mean, kind of. You but know. she no, she just wanted have a disease, not being a little person, she had an actual disease. Anyway, fire pants, if you ever get yourself in financial trouble, just put yourself up for adoption. <laughs> I think the fire department would adopt her. Okay. <laughs> and keep her around for, you know. So, yeah. <clears throat> I don't I don't well. Two at a time. Yeah, okay, okay. I was just making sure that's where you're going with it. That's where it got. Like in the first part of the documentary, are like fucking out there, like whack. Jobs. So wait, they're crazy too. Well, the dad, the the dad is a different type of crazy. If that's the case, can we call her Shotgun Andy from now on? It's not, <laughs> she talks and she blows. Boom. Shotgun Andy. She's not a whore like Jack. Ah, Rossi. Those There's people. a whore in your building. Get your goddamn man. <laughs> I think I can delete both of them off my Facebook at this point because they don't watch. They don't. <laughs> I'm not saying. Drop name. Drop initials. No, Rossi, Jen. Ah, Rossi. <laughs> like I look around for who doesn't interact with any of my shit, and I'm like, I can peel this back a bit. Also, I got dirt. We'll talk about this. We'll talk. We'll We'll talk. Oh, you can't do that. It's an off-air topic. I got dirt. Well, there's a new bass player being. I got dirt. Fuck. I know the dirt. Fuck. Like muddy dirt? Like good dirt? Like muddy water? It's not that great. I thought you were going to say Motley Crue for a minute. I was like, no, not like that dirt. I fucking hate Motley Crue. They suck. I can't even hate Motley Crue. Why? The only talented dude gets no respect. Tommy Lee can play drums. He can. But he can. He can kind of, he's okay. No, no, no dude. You all put right. him on, all right. If, I don't know why I'm going to have this. If you made a list, if you made a list of top five best drummers, would he be on it? No, but top ten, definitely. Yes? Oh, yeah. Ten? Oh, yeah. Because, because, for the kind of music that I play, it is kind of quoted that no one hits harder live on a drum set than that man. No one alive hits as hard as he does. Our drummer. So, that's a thing. That goes there. And if you listen to old Motley Crue live, like the Us Festival in 83, Mick's good, he is. But Tommy's the heart of that fucking band, bro. He was a good drummer from the door. 
Top 10, definitely, not top five. But the problem is in the arc of all of rock and roll, the top five is a heavy ordeal. Who's your number, who's your top three drummers? We had this before, but who's your top three drummers ever? Ginger, Keith Moon. <sighs> it's got to be the B word. It's got to be. It's got to be. No, no, I'm waiting for his top three. It's got to be. Probably bottom. But That's it. It's got to be. Bill Ward. No, definitely not Bill Ward. I like Bill Ward a lot. I think Bonham's one of Bonnie Max. No, Bonham's it. Bonham literally created the whole thing that we all do. I, Drums weren't played like that before him. I hate saying Bonham because I hate Zeppelin so much. I do hate Zeppelin. Shotgun Annie. Then she said, fire daddies. Angie said, not crazy, but definitely mental issues about Natalia Grace. My son said, brings up off-air topic. What a tease. Is it, your son has nailed it, because it is a tease. Oh, so like, you could have told us this at 8.20 a.m. You could have... You know, I didn't think about it then. Talk about it now. Angie said, first day here, Eric, just kidding. They get me every week. I can so text for answers. <laughs> Angie's the best. I, was, I got mad at Angie yesterday while cleaning my yard because she's so supportive of Octane. Yeah, she likes her Octane. I, was, I got, like, purse. And I'm like, I don't think she goes to their house and caters their shit. But. They don't exist. They're having a huge fucking show. Where and when and why. I'm not no! No! No, I said Angie got Of course, with her entire family. Is that at the Landis? Yeah. All I know is all the people who don't come to Starscream shows are going to that shit, including everybody in that band who's never seen Starscream live. So yeah, I'm not going. Ever. I will also not be attending. Yeah, big surprise. I mean, not that I'm bitter. Fuck them guys. And actually, I think you get points for not breaking up and coming back. I think you just survived the whole 20 years. That's what I fucking think. You're the only one that's done that. Though. That's not true. All right, locally, yes. Yes, it's a thousand. <laughs> Dude, in the time you've been in one band, I've been in like nine. It's true. And technically, I mean, we weren't called Starscream, but me and Sam since 94. King Sam and I since 1994. Like a lot. You've been in one band longer than I've been in all my bands. I've been in one band longer than most of my girlfriends are alive. But I'm bumped. My bands are like. What's that again? 21 now. Be 22 real soon. My bands are like your marriages. Dun, 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 dun. Quick and many. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Always good to have you back. We call her Mrs. CJ where I'm from. <laughs> don't, don't do that to her. So are you done with Natalia Grace? Like, you definitely need to watch the documentary because when you look at her as a little kid and the things she did is like, oh, she But she had pubic hair, she, a period, and adult teeth. If, if there's a period, you're not a little kid. Get the fuck out of my house. You don't know that. There is a medical condition where kids can have periods of like seven years old. With full-on fucking pussies with hair and shit? I don't know about that. That's what I'm the saying. Parents, there's a, a discrepancy with her birth certificate, too. Like, the parents ended up finding out, like, oh, it said she was literally eight, and she was really, like, 15. Like, there's a big discrepancy. I just sent you a picture of what she but was But then saying. she was actually, like, 22, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how does this happen? Did she... It, like, did she get into this on her own? Like, did she decide I'm going to put myself up for adoption? No, I, I don't think she did. I think whoever had her adopted first or, like, her biological mother or whatever. But, like, when they thought she was 
I don't know how old she was. Maybe in real life at that time, like 15. She was. They put her in her own fucking apartment because the parents were like scared that she was gonna fucking kill them in, in their sleep. Well, yeah, she like threatened with knives and yeah, shit, right? Yeah, like she's fucking wackadoo. So even if she hadn't gone this weird like adult adoption route, like she was still a fucking wackadoo aside from that. Right, and the movie Orphan is kind of like mimicking what she did because they, you know, they find out like, oh my god, the girl like. Did like took like teeth out so she had like fake teeth. That's like, awesome. Yeah, it was I want that to happen. Weird. I want to be friends with her. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can send her Facebook. Can we get her on the program? Can you get her on the program? <laughs> Angie said, "Hey, wait. Well, I have a personal relationship with multiple people from the band. I have lots of love to give. Don't be mad at me. I won't make bar. Ooh, I won't make barbecue. That's a lie. Don't throw idle threats out there. You love. I can feel how I want to feel. Angie, don't worry. He was pissed off with me too. I heard his feelings this morning. None of them went to your wedding, did they? Mm. Well, did they, were they Probably. She loves them personal relationships. <laughs> Not that I'm bitter. I will take nothing away from them. They, they, they were a talented group. They're not awful. What don't you like? Don't do covers! Mm. That's it! You play covers. For money? No. Do I do a set of 25 covers and throw in an original and call myself a band? Because that's what the fuck they did. No. I was there. That's what they did. I was also there. I saw it happen. So you don't like a good cover band that you really just... No. So Sidearm, was that who played the game? That's time? him. That's oh, the drummer. I did like them, though. I like them. Okay. But as a person in the in the trenches, okay. I don't do it. Yeah. I don't fucking sign off on it. I don't condone it. I can't do it. Here's what he's saying, all right? What he's really trying to get across to you is that being in a cover band is a cheap, dirty, whore way out of being out there in the ether and unknown. Like original. Right? I'm you not a what, prostitute. You know, you know what the fuck we are? They're whores, and we are fucking rock and roll. That's what the fuck we are. And without bands writing songs. I do it in front of six fucking people just for the fact that I fucking love doing it. I don't need to get paid. I don't need people to fucking see it. No. I fucking play rock and roll because I fucking love rock and roll. And they can go fuck themselves with their fucking cover bullshit. I'll fuck in front of one person. I just like being watched. <laughs> I'll be in a one-man band. She got it. <laughs> so I fronted the one band band yesterday twice. The cover bands are the whores and you guys are like the madams. Like there's a difference. No! They're not even this. No! Angie said it's a lie. They weren't invited. You're special. Horse. So don't don't take away my barbecue. Fair. Here's the thing. Also, me. I had nothing to do with it. I still want barbecue. my association, please. How? You just are. Oh, I mean, mostly because I just called them whores on air. If you, dude, I wrote an entire fucking song about it on our second record. Like, I hate this shit. And then musicians wouldn't audition for Starscream. They'd write me a message like, "Well, I was gonna audition for your fucking band, but you're such an asshole. You have no respect for cover bands. You could fuck right off." Yeah, because I wanted you in my band. Let me tell you. All right, here's the thing, and, and I, I don't want to get on the same topic I've been beating for 20 years into the fucking ground. Yeah, fucking go for it. No, dude. I don't really want to, though. It, it's already been said before, and you were saying mad. I'm like, listen, here's the real deal. When you're fucking 10, 12, 13, 14 years old, right, no one dreams about being the best cover band ever. Everybody wants to try and be a mute. Well, no, either there's rock stars and there's musicians, and Dave, you and I are actually musicians. We create I art. Don't think so. <laughs> we create art. We exist. We perform art. 
you can do the short route. It's not easy to be in a cover band, by the way, but it, it's a corporate version of exactly what the fuck we do. Yes. If you take something you love and then do it for money, you're not going to love it anymore, number one. And number two, you're a whore. I love fucking. I'm not fucking for money because I'm not a whore. Sorry, fire parents. <laughs> Whores. Whores. And that's the thing. I'm not oh, even, I'm not even at this point, I'm not even mad. But without bands writing songs, what the fuck do they have to cover? The fuck right. do they have to cover? Right. Like, every hit song was a local fucking band at one point. Except for all the Britney Spears songs they play. And Jesse's Girl. And American Girl. I love Ricky Springfield. Dude, he hasn't aged. We know you've been a good friend of mine. Hasn't aged. Fire Pants or Shotgun Annie said, Jesus Christ, I didn't say anything. <laughs> Shotgun Annie. No, and then she supports the country cover band, which is worse. Like, I hate cover bands, but the country cover bands? You're not from there. You're from Frankfurt. Hi, man. You like pickups and beer? Shut the fuck up. I like both of those things. <laughs> this song's for you. Again, there's good country out there, and it ain't that. <laughs> You you fucking shouldn't have brought it up. She brought it up. No one fucking called her out. All right, did a little bit. Country DJ, no. Yeah. She missed my last fucking show, and the show before that, she passed out in my fucking bus. Not in the country guy's bus. They don't have a fucking bus. That's like so. That's two that she missed. Yeah, I'm a little. In her defense, she was almost passed out at the table before she went to the bus. I mean, is it my fault? You were there, weren't you? But I brought my husband who played in the fucking band. But you were there. Right. You didn't Everyone else was there. Angie said, I like pickles and beer. <laughs> it's pickups. Yeah. I thought she, she pickles. No. It's pickups and beer. You like pickups and beer and fucking your cousin? Pickles. <laughs> You're welcome. The country you listen to is still terrible, but yeah, it's cool. Recently, a woman discovered that her stepdad is, in fact, her biggest OnlyFans supporter by mistake. Gross. Thoughts, Dave? Uh, so I'm going to go ahead <laughs> and just assume that a young lady with an OnlyFans account and a stepdad already had some eh, burgeoning daddy issues to begin with. And this probably didn't help her case a whole lot. The question is, how did she feel about it? Not good. Not good? <laughs> like she went public. She's very, very she upset. Did. She was on TikTok and everything. Okay. Very so, pretty girl so, they all are. Tramps. <laughs> Trollops. <laughs> like, yeah. if you show your butthole for money, there's something wrong, right? Not at all, dude. <laughs> if, if there was... If there was a single person out there willing to pay one cent to look at my butthole, I would take that in a heartbeat. I would show off my butthole for money tomorrow if any person wanted to see it. You're not supposed to shame, quote-unquote, sex workers. All right. I'm not shaming anybody. Good for you. But I think you probably weren't raised right. I feel like there's like other... I said, she probably already had a myriad of daddy issues. But there's other things in the world you can do. That, and then when you when you become accustomed to a lifestyle 
where your anatomy supports you, your body will not last forever. And in the time you could have been developing other skills, you didn't because you were showing your butthole for money. Like nobody wants to see the 56 year old woman's butthole for money like they do a 22 year old woman. I mean, you're probably getting less money for them. That's what I'm saying. And I remember seeing this thing on MTV a thousand years ago where they followed around a strip, a couple of strippers to show what life was like. So the 25 year old stripper is like living the life, right? Maybe it was on HBO. Yeah. That sounds like something that would be on HBO. And they found the stripper who was very pretty, who was like 45 with a giant winter bush, which upset me like your beard. It upset me tremendously. And, and she's like, I know that anybody in that club tonight would have fucked me, but they only give me like Monday at 11 o'clock is my only shift. And I can't support myself in that. And I wanted to say to the, I'm yelling at the TV. I'm like, you're 45 years old. Right. Yeah. They fuck you, but they're not going to take you home to anyone and let you know. Listen, like, listen, you know, they don't roll out the A squad at lunchtime on a Tuesday. And we all fucking know that. All right. That's not where the talent lives. <laughs> it's just, not. it's no different in our world though. Remember when you were fucking 15, 16, 17, trying to play out somewhere, and the only place that would let you play was the shittiest bar you could find on a Wednesday night? Well, you think there's a parallel to showing your pussy and playing a song on stage? I'm just asking a question. I mean, to an extent. No. Practice, organization, determination. Here's my pussy. Very different ways to prepare. Very different. It took us how many hours to get on stage? What'd you do? A thousand hours of rehearsal to get on your first show? Probably. What did she do? Oh, here's my pussy. And I'm not knocking it. She probably waxed or something. <laughs> I don't know. No, but like, don't do that. There's no parallel. And then, frankly speaking, the older we are, the more control and respect you garner. Right. Whereas a stripper's exactly the opposite. Correct. But what I'm saying is, when you're not the talent anymore, or you're not the talent yet, regardless of whether it happens early or late, you have to know that you're not the fucking talent. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not playing Wednesday nights anymore. You know why? Because we got fucking better at it. That's why, right? Okay. When that starts to fade away and you're becoming the Wednesday night attraction, you got to realize it. You can't go out there and complain like this woman was and say, hey, no, fuck me. Man. These what parallels don't work. They, I, I, they, they just don't work. Okay. We're, we, don't, we, don't, we do not draw what we drew 15 years ago. Fifteen no. years ago, we were a thing. I wasn't. We were though, and but we definitely we've 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 waned. However, we still establish connections. We still like or no, there's no. I can't do it. I can't say you're right. Like no, if you only shake your tits and your ass for money, which by the way is not an easy job. I'm not saying that it is. I have like I have a little bit of respect for it, but you can't say in it long term. You understand what I'm saying? Right. You get into that if you can and get out. It fucks people up emotionally. Look, it makes if, drug if it addicts. For strippers, Buck Cherry wouldn't have a hit song. Well, the first song's about cocaine. That's basically, yeah. No, no. That's what it was about. The crazy bitch is everyone I've ever married. So those are the two big hits. Where's the strippers going? Oh, uh, strippers love cocaine. Everybody loves cocaine, Dave. You don't. <laughs> I certainly don't. I certainly do not. It's the worst thing ever. The worst thing ever? Yeah. I think heroin might be the worst thing ever. No, no. That's pretty bad. Just, well, no, that was like a radio and people are eating faces? Yeah. What's the worst thing ever? Children with cancer is the worst thing ever. Hey, is it? Yes! Aww. No, you, you don't even get a chance to fuck up. I get a little sad. Uh, At least get a chance to fuck your life up. 
Seven years old with cancer. That's what, and this is and this is fucked up. You know what the seven year old cancer kids should probably do cocaine. We'll just go full circle and give the cancer kids cocaine. Then you get Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore never had cancer. <laughs> she had cocaine at seven. Yes, she did. <laughs> probably. Have you seen how insane Barrymore is when she speaks on her program? Yeah. She's a crazy person. She's fried, bro. Well, yeah. She's been fried for some time. I've had the impression when I was younger that when she had a production company that she had it on the ball and she was a smart person. She's not. Justin Long was her like 12-year-old boyfriend there for a while, even though he's like 40-something now. How the fuck did that happen? Fuck. Remember when he was like a kid? So Justin Long was her- married Tom Green. Probably no, the smartest thing she ever did because out of everybody in there, he's not Hollywood, he's not a piece of shit, and he wasn't taking advantage of her because he had his own money. Did he get bulk cancer? Yes. Yeah. And then he kept it in the jar on his show. But like, he's still around. Yeah. He has his own little program that's set up like the Tonight Show visually. I, I find Tom Green funny. But I, that's not a negative that she married Tom Green. That's the only positive thing she probably ever did. He was, a, and then the reason it didn't last is he's a normal person who comes home from work and they sit in the house and they watch a movie together and drink some wine and go to bed. And she's like, "Woo!" And he's like, "God damn, bitch, I can't do this." She's in Buck Terry's film. Remember, she was cocaine. banging the guy in Hole. Remember that shit? The guy in Hole. Mm -hmm. I thought Hole was all chicks. Except it wasn't because it was a band. So some guy ran the fucking thing, and that was the guitar player that was banging Drew Barrymore. Oh, good for him. You know, you really didn't know that? No, I did not. Yeah, it's a guy. And then he put a bunch of girls next to him. It's a guy's band. It's nah. just a fucking guy. And he taught her how to play guitar. He did the whole fucking thing. He was like, all right, go practice your guitar for I, two hours. I don't have a whole lot of belief in any of her talent. So Her who? Courtney Love. You know what I got to say about Courtney Love? Three things. And then, I, and then we'll, we'll discuss that for a moment. Very honest when interviewed. Shockingly charismatic. In a weird way, yeah, I will agree with that. And artistically, I don't hate those songs. And so when I take those three things, yo, I know she was ambitious to a fault, like almost to the point of damaging herself. I know she had a, a huge drug problem on and off for decades, but the husband did kill himself and that's shitty. And he got a little kid and that's shitty. And like, as the smoke clears, it isn't that she's come out of it like this grand thing that she could have been. She could have been Helen Mirren. She could have been. Yeah. And she's not. But man, when she speaks, she doesn't lie. She's like, yeah, I was a drug addict and I fucked this up. And I, there's something in me that that's endearing. Like That's why we, you and I really leave a lot of blood on the floor here, including Tiffany. We'd say a lot of shit on this show that we just shouldn't say. Hey, fuck them. No, but that's the thing. And, I, and someone like Courtney Love I respect that. And again, the whole records are good. They good. Dude, Celebrity Skin is good. And that fucking like the doll parts thing, or whatever the fuck that first one was. Oh, what is it? I don't I know. Am yeah. Doll like that shit's good, man. They're good songs. I'm not a huge fan. I mean, they're no, no, no. No one's a huge fan. But when it comes on the radio, Make me over. Da -dun, da -dun, da -dun. I don't. I don't hate it. I'll be honest with you. My favorite thing that Courtney Love ever did was People vs. Larry Flint. And she's great. She's actually really good. No, and she's really great. in is it Man on the Moon? Did you see that one? Yeah. She's yeah. great. And she said when she made that movie, 
They had sidelined, like in Larry Flint, her character did stuff, right? Yeah. They cut so much out of her in Man of the Moon that she was just like somebody's girlfriend. She's like, I'm never making a movie again. And I respect that too. She's like, Fair. I got there. I worked with the best directors. Are. The guy who made Man on the Moon, can you look up his name, please, the director? He's so famous that I don't remember who the fuck he is, but he made like great cinema, right? This was the back end of his career. But Man on the Moon is beautifully shot beautifully it is well done and she's a she's great in the movie and so and then she got in the hollywood machine robert mulligan is that his no no that's not what i said man on the moon it's just that's not his name she thinks you're being mean today. i wasn't being mean you're oh you're overly sensitive today let's be I honest like you are you're overly sensitive and aggressive. And we're just, we're dealing with it because we love you. you I'll quit. We just, I just thought I loved you one second right. ago. First off, you're lying. You'll never quit this show. That's not true. You won't know me better. You won't quit. I'm going to give you a little scare here and there. You won't quit. I'm going to type up a little No, all you have to do is, is you know. when you don't show up, believe me, we know. <laughs> it's a fucking problem. It's all bad. It's 1999 is the film. Me trying to me trying to answer the comments went all south so bad. He just gave up. I did. I just stopped reading. I was like, I can't do this. Fuck this. I can't uh, be a part of the show and still read this shit. Why did I fuck up and put man in the man? <laughs> 1999. Man in the man. No, is that a porno? Man in the man? Uh, it has to be. It has, it has to, to be. be. Man in the man. Courtney Love was not in that. Man in man. What do you got? You're like, dur, 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 dur. Keep anyway, <laughs> coffee. We'll talk. <laughs> road hunts either road nor an island. Discuss. Discuss. Is he all right? Let's let's fucking pivot for uh, And when did Milo Milos. die? Because Milo's just Milo's, and he's he's a great director. That movie looks fantastic. And she was just she she worked with the best of the best, and she's like, this is dumb, and I'm leaving. And I respect that. I respect that. I think the thing that struck me most about that film is that the whole thing is kind of like the whole thing is shot in like weird, like washed out colors. April 13th, 2018, he died. Damn! Wow, he made it a long time. 86 he was. Yeah, great director. Good for him. What else did he direct? Can we get a list of his accomplishments? She's so mad right now. Why? <laughs> I thought she was her monthly friend and this is why she's upset. <laughs> I think you're out of menopause. Then. Yeah. I'm just, my best just an old lady now. Don't Does it still get moist or do you have to use stuff? We don't need anything. Thank God. That's my fear. Is that after that, it's a problem. That's your biggest fear? fear? Yeah. Yeah. I hate to tell you what my biggest fear is. What is it? I would like drown in the ocean. I couldn't care less. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm ready. Right? I'm ready. Drowning is terrifying. Well, there's, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, which is my all-time favorite. Told you, brilliant. Um, Boyish ghosts, hair, man in the moon, and Amadeus. Amadeus is fucking great. Really fucking good. And he did all these movies. He he could shoot a film. Like that's a guy. Ooh, Amadeus. I love that song. Valmont's weird. You ever seen Valmont? Never heard of it. Uh. Valmilo's Foreman. 
Belmont's uh, remake on uh, Shakespeare play, uh, and it's about uh, this scummy dude in British royalty who likes to bed young girls that are also in the. Is it called the R. Kelly life story? No, it's um, it's a it's a Shakespeare play. The character's name in the Shakespeare play is Valmont, but that's not the name of his uh, his play. And the modern day adaptation of it is in the closet. Cruel, it's cruel Intentions. <gasps> I like that movie. I love that. Movie. As do I. But that's basically the whole thing. Is that it? It's but it's set in like you know feudal England, um, and the film Valmont. No, yes. no, not again. Oh yeah. No. The actor uh, Colin Firth. You know who he is? Of course. He's the main character. And the young girl that he beds in the film is a very young uh, Feruza Bulk. Did you ever see Lobster? No, I can't say that I have. Oh, that's a sideshow. Um, no, no. It's a, it, about the yeah, you're talking like the freak show people. No, no. It's a Robster cross. What the fuck are robster cross? <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're drinking. I have two and four kings. Yeah, you got too many kings. <laughs> the fuck is a brush? Dave down the hatch. Cheers. You look too happy for that. Like, With your noisy fucking pants just to annoy me. I make sure these are clean every week. I'm going to make sure they're lost soon. We're going to pay Johnny Mac to hide them. Like, I have money, so I feel like I'm like, hey, Johnny Mac, yeah. what kit do you want? Can you put your mic back on? Can I see You're sitting. I don't think you understand how sitting works. Now, at some point, in some point in the future, she's just going to lose those pants and completely blame Johnny Mac and have nothing to do with it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so true. Oh, my God. That's going to happen. You're not going to know where they are. <laughs> The fuck did you do with my pants? He's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. It will not end well. I want your thoughts on Mike Myers. Okay. No, not Michael Myers. Because he did a dramatic turn in 54, but he was great in that film. I wouldn't say great. He I, was. I thought he was very good. I don't think he was great. You just didn't like the movie. Also that. Mike Myers. Benicio Gregory. Benicio Del Toro Gregory. <laughs> uh, what are you asking me about? What are your thoughts on Mike Myers? Is he a genius? Is he a fucking... Is no. he washed up? Is it over? Is he? Was it a fluke? If he's washed up, I don't want to say washed up. No. I think... Just he, remember, I'm sorry to do this, he wasn't going to be Shrek because someone died. Right. Shrek's an accident. Yes. I will also say that I think if he's if he's out of the limelight and out of Hollywood at this point, which he essentially for the most part is, um, I think that's I think that's self imposed. I think he's been out of it for a while. There were a lot of bombs at the back end. Yeah, um, you can't do those huge like budget films like the the, the Guru was a bad one. You know what? It's not as bad as people make it. No, no, no. Bad. I didn't say that. It, that made money. That, that made money. Yeah. We've already talked. But that about was that thirty years ago. Yeah. That was a long time ago. 
It's like a giant orange with a toothpick. Giant head. The boy's head's like Sputnik. <laughs> the Italian best friend, cop best friend guy in that film, I like him a lot. He's the guy from um, Empire Records. I always want to say Andy Garcia, but that's not what it is. It's like the cheap, it's like Wish. It's Andy Garcia from Andy Wish. Andy Garcia from Wish. It really is. Um, <clears throat> I also, I think he might be a closet case. I think he might be. Think he's a fake? I think, no, Mike Myers. Here's why I think he might not be. You know why he's really out of Hollywood? No. He got divorced and it broke him in two. And he like lost his shit. Oh, really? Yeah, he had to go to Hawaii. You know who Alice Cooper's manager is? Shemp Gordon. Okay. Shep Gordon. He just crashed at Shep's house for six months crying himself to sleep every night. Over abroad. You know what I mean? So, if you're a fake, like Hugh Jackman is not crying in his Cheerios right now. I will tell you this. I mean, he's crying in something else about being white, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, his little his little cameo piece of Bohemian Rhapsody was hilarious. I love that. People got really offended by it. Why? Like, like it was fan service. You know what I mean? Like it was hysterical. It was a great joke. People that I I know people that watched the movie and didn't get the joke. <laughs> It'll never be a hit. Who by saw the team in long? Yeah. <laughs> I need a song the kids are going to bang their heads to in cars and Bohemian Rhapsody isn't it. <laughs> like, you realize that's fucking way That is, that, but that, no, but, but that it's is. It's hilarious. No, that's like shoehorning it into the film. But it's funny as shit. I don't care how you got it in there. It's fucking great. All right, may, maybe you're making me change my thought process. It's just because I'm like, hardly, I'm like, I want to see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> So and wait. The best part was the best part was seeing people that didn't catch the. Joke no, it's a generation X punchline because he's he's very heavily made up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It it's hard to even tell that it's him really unless right. you knew. Like people didn't get the joke. Did you? And s- explaining it to those people is fucking priceless. You need to look up for me the game show Mike Myers hosted as a different character. A couple years ago, did you see this? I, I remember it was a steaming pile of shit. <clears throat> it was so bad. Like he played the gong show. It was the modern gong show. Yeah, and he played like a 60-year-old British comedian who doesn't exist. So it's so bad. So basically he was Chris Gaines. <laughs> he Chris Gaines the gong. Gaines, show. Chris Gaines the gong <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> We should watch every Chris Gaines video on this program, the oh, TV right here. that was one here. of the things that they said, that there is very possibly, in the new Spinal Tap movie, a Chris Gaines cameo. Are you kidding me? No, that's amazing! Yeah. Wow. I, oh. I would never say that Rob Reiner may or may not have no, fucked we don't know a 12-year-old girl to death. But we, I, don't, we don't have deep dive YouTube proof like we have with Rob Halford. <laughs> so we would never say it on this program and present it as facts to anyone that Rob Reiner did, in fact, uh, sodomize a small child to the point of her demise. We would never say that on this. Fuck him on death! <laughs> I'm at this point trying to sneak it in at unexpected points, like in the middle of sentences, so that everyone's surprised by it. Listen, Dave, it's 10 11 in the a.m. You've had two shots. It's time to sing. Country road, take me home to the place I belong. 
West Virginia, Mount Mama, take me home, country roads. That was good, actually. It's amazing. It's always good. And then a whole story came out of that it wasn't really written by anybody who's like John Denver had never been to been fucking to West Virginia, ever yeah. in his life. Like he just wrote the shit. Fucking scumbag. Is he a scumbag? He died in his own plane crashing. He did. He crashed the shit out of his own plane. Like he was high as fuck. Was he high as fuck? Oh yeah. No. Stoned to bejesus. <laughs> now there may have been some mechanical malfunctions too, but you know. You're not really in the clearest headspace when you're, you know, and it was a and it, giraffe balls and trying to find <laughs> fly a fucking plane. And it's, I, I, all right, it's, a, it was an experimental plane as well. Oh, really? And I he used to that. fly over. Use your microphone. Don't step away like that, Sorry. you rock star you motherfucker. Headset, you? I'll take the headset. No, I'll probably I probably think about it nearly as much as you. I think the headset's a better design. Well, I definitely want to rewatch the YouTube. So I'm really listening. I think we should really just throw some work into it and just hang boom mics from the ceiling. Do you know that Starscream's bass player and the drummer of Soundmind wants to fucking do the thing with like those panels in the room to stop the echo? He does. He's like, that's what he's trying to do. And I'm like, dude, it's still my house. He's like, dude, bitches will love it. You don't even know. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, no, you'll see. And I'm like, I don't think you know what you're talking about. I mean, it's very official in here. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> This, this really is like it's it's becoming like your own little fucking production company. Like I feel like if I wanted to work on a segment of the program, I can come over here and spend the night and be like, oh, I'll just roll out of bed. I'm gonna wait till you finish. I'm gonna ask Pistol Razor to come to your house and record our album. <laughs> can I tell you the truth? It'll cost. I don't want Gary to know where I live. No, no, no. He <laughs> I've had Gary here. I've had Gary here for breakfast. <laughs> Let that wash over your brain. I made him come over. My ex-wife showed up. That was random. Made us all breakfast. And me, her, and Gary sat down and had like pancakes and shit. That's awesome. So he's definitely been here. No. Um, it's fucked up. You gotta pay. Sorry, Gary. Rich to do it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's already pretty fucking cheap. Like, yeah. Like for what you're able to do here, and then obviously we know the drummer. The setup's already done. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but yeah. Yep. Yep. And that's what this would be too. This would yeah. be, but it would go super fast. Right. Everything's done. Like the bass sound, bro. There's nothing better than the melhead, and I have the melhead. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? There's nothing better, and Johnny Mac's kit is right there. Like, uh -huh. yeah. But it wouldn't be free because you have to pay rich first time. That's a thing. I don't care. But yeah, I, I would be down with that. Because he ran the idea. He's like, you know, we could open this up and let younger bands come in and cut here. And I was like, money's nice. Because it wouldn't even... I would literally either go to a movie or go in my bedroom and watch TV. Like, it wouldn't even yeah. affect my life. Like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? You'd wind up out here. I know. I know. Sitting here being... I know. Drinking tea. Hey, what's up? Being the, <laughs> tea and the mentor. No. Not no. No, no. No. I would. That's what I would do. I've learned they don't want your advisement. They don't. Like, they didn't either. No, I was, I was, I, I liked when older musicians who really understood because I didn't yet. I listened and I took it. That's not true. I liked it. I might have just been too drunk. But then sometimes they'd be like, they, they would get like, well, change this part and do that. And like, um, don't fuck with my songs, you know? But and I don't, I don't want to be that guy. But 
Heavyweight Studios is a thing. It sounds good. Is that what it's called? Heavyweight? I like that. Because of all the belts. I don't like that. Slaps. Heavyweight Studios. I'm cool with it. Doctor. Ooh, okay. Riser done. Dick Gregory might be the new name. Dick Gregory was a guy that had yeah, a Dick powder. Dick Gregory's a real guy. Powder. Like he did the diet powders and stuff. Back in the day, his name was Dick Gregory. I'll look him up. Really? Yeah, I might know a little something, something. I, I read it and it tasted like shit. I'm not saying you don't know it. I'm just saying I, the name Dick Gregory sounds familiar and I don't know why. Natural diet for folks who eat. I'm going to send you his... When you say folks, that feels like it's marketed to a specific... Uh, Section of the population. I think it was also uh, done in what? When did that come out? Like the 80s? No. No, I think it was a little bit later than that. Okay. I think folks was an approved term for everyone in the, in the late 80s and early 90s. 1986. Boom! That's the Dick Gregory you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The African-American like, comedian. I don't, I don't think he had anything to do with uh, protein shakes. He might have, though, because it said folks. And he's a black guy. Folks. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. Doom, 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 doom. Now. Shoot you right now. So. John Lee Hooker. Yes. yes. You know Boogie Chillin'? You know that song? You do know Boogie Chillin'. I know. I'm not enough to spit it out here, but. LaGrange comes out in like. Can you look up when LaGrange came out? I think it's like 72. LaGrange? Yeah. yeah ZZ, ZZ Top. Top. Maybe 74. In the 90s, 25 years after it's released, the fucking guy comes out. He's like, listen, man. 1973. Boom. Damn. It's earlier than I thought. I, I said 74, so I feel pretty and good. Hit the number 41 on the Billboard in June of 74. <gasps> I fucking nailed that shit. Jesus Christmas. Thank you. You're a killer with dates. Yeah. So in, in 99, this old black guy comes out. He's like, listen, man, that's my song, Boogie Chillin. Everybody knows it. Uh, pay me. I have never heard of this song before today, uh, but you need to give me money. <laughs> and they were like, "It's yeah, I guess, but do you understand it? It came out yeah. a quarter of a century ago? Yeah. You 25 <laughs> years later. <laughs> I would like back payment, please, uh, Boogie Chillin. In here. I mean, Goody Goo Goo. Goody Goo Goo. That's a lonely bitch on the other end of that line. <laughs> You're not going to show his house to play for Kino. What the fuck? It's for Randy Murphy. See, Randy Murphy Raw. We're when you about his dad. The Kino. I know. He's like, get the fuck out. You know what I mean? Who? Lillian. 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 <laughs> Why that man punch you in the face, Eddie? Who broke that lamp in 1973? Goody Goo Goo. It was you, Eddie. And that, that's why that man punched you in the face tonight. My lips have swollen up there. Yeah. Levi Gregory said, Give me Eddie Murphy fifth Beatle SNL vibes. <laughs> oh my God. That skit is so good. He plays the Beatles songs and they're like, I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you. <laughs> Baby. And then there's a fucking, there's a sax section like plugged in. He's like, I have the original recorders, man. I taught the Beatles everything they know. And they're like, I, I don't know if I... He's like, yeah, man, it's Clarence. I'm the original Beatle, man. I mean, hey. Yeah. Jim Morrison Jr., we talked about him last week. Oh, bullethead. We can talk about my time. I don't want to hear about that. Go ahead, sir. It was so wet and so cold. It is cold. 
and it sucked weather-wise. And yet somehow I didn't give a single fuck about how cold or how wet it was. It was fucking glorious. I sat fucking third row and Jalen Hurts ran that winning touchdown right the fuck at us. That's awesome. Right at us. I watched I watched fucking Kelsey pancake the shit out of a linebacker and the defense part like the Red Sea. And here comes fucking Jalen just screaming right at us. And you could see it coming. And it was fucking glorious. That was on our end, too. We saw that right in front of us, too. I got to ask a question. For real. When it was getting dodgy there and the weather was so shitty, it never crossed your mind to leave early? Fuck no. I mean, it's a winner. Because I, I, I think at the fourth, when it was like we were falling, I'd have been like, got to go, bud. Nope. Wow. How bad was it to get out? Uh, literally, he was one and a half steps in the end zone, and I turned to my son. I'm like, go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we got out pretty okay. How about the car? <clears throat> we Ubered. Oh, smart. Did you wear a raincoat? Mm, I wore my uh, weather-resistant car. Art. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, someone's beat on. Oh, yeah. Oh, that jacket weighed 40 pounds by the time I was done. But my sweatshirt underneath was still But you hot. were still freezing, even though that car, that, those jackets are shockingly warm. You, you get, like, core temperature, I was okay. But, like... Extremities. Yeah, like, my fingers and toes were getting a little chilly, and, like, my ears and chest. Did you like, some ears? Oh, many. But they were expensive, like, shockingly, right? Yeah. <laughs> They're, what, 13 or 15 bucks for, each, like, each? I don't know. I didn't pay for them. Oh. Right. You just stole them? No. <laughs> It was glorious. Yeah, but he's married and shit. A Chaboo thing. And he's not a fireman. He's like breaking fucking rules. Also not a fireman. He probably doesn't even like country. So on our camera on the YouTube is your graduation picture and your vodka picture right next to each other and your Funko Pop. (laughs) It's pretty glorious. And so before the program winds down and it's getting there, the mattress, how happy am I there's a picture of the piss-soaked mattress in the back. Like it's here. I was going to stop and do an interview with the fucking thing on Monday. I was, I was so excited. I was so ex- waiting for you to just look and see it there. I know. Because I knew like a big thing was and, and I saw, I saw your, I saw your video and I looked at it and I thought maybe you were just mistaken at first and you panned over and I saw the, the, the piece of shit, the, the red painted red trash can. Yes. And it wasn't there. It, it, a little part of me died. I was sad. Right then and there. Yeah, we don't. We don't, that we don't like. Even surprise me. We don't like your jokes, there, Mr. Gregory. No, but I wouldn't be surprised. If that's the thing. I can see. It. I can, oh my god! You what, can't see her being a stalker. I can see it. She gets. You can't see a midget hiding in his bushes. I put a PFA on a lady, and then to spite me, she put one back on me. That is dirty. And they had to come to work, and the cop was there, and you're like, Ugh. and then, and then, and then, the Christmas party, which was three months later, she was a waitress in the restaurant and waited for me to show up. And she knew. She, and then she had the guy come in, and he's like, I'm sorry, this gentleman has to leave the establishment, blah, blah, blah. And the owner of the company's like, listen, I'll give her the night off. I'll pay her. That's not right. And he's like, no. This is her place of business. He has to leave. And I was like mortified. And something told me not to go. 
I had gotten my girlfriend. We got dressed up. And I was like, maybe I'm not going to go to this party. I'm not going to go. I just don't want to go. And I was like, no, it's cool. It'll be all right. It was mortifying. Mortifying. Bitch got me back. <laughs> Here's a good one. You want to hear a fucked up PFA story? Sure. I used to work with a guy. Um, and he, uh, he, he, he got his girlfriend pregnant. And she was still living at home with her parents. Um, he was a little older than her. She was like 18, 19, and he was like 26, 27. So a little older. Um, <laughs> and the girl's dad really, really hated him and put a PFA on him. Had, has, she was an, an adult. The dad did. Again, okay, I get it. Okay, I get it. So, um, you know, shit goes down. He can't go to the house to see his girlfriend, whatever. She goes into labor, goes to the hospital. The dad calls him and says, look, uh, for the sake of the kid for today, let's put this aside. And as soon as he showed up at the hospital to see his kid being born, he called the cops and had the dude arrested. That's some dirty fucking That's shit. Fucking dirty. I got You got to respect the game. You got to respect the yeah, game. That's, <laughs> no, that's fucking low. No, because if you say that's scummy as fuck. Huh? No, no, you're that right. kid. Don't remember none of that shit. Yeah, I. Nice. The fuck out of here. I mean, it's pretty fucked up. I, I, I don't know. I kind of respect it a little bit. But the dude was also kind of fucked up, so he, he might have had a problem. If you're 28, side. banging my 19-year-old daughter, we got a problem anyway. Maybe you should be a better parent and not let your 19-year-old fuck 28-year-olds. Who knows? You can't tell a 19-year-old what to do, though. Yeah, you can put better sense in the fucking head before they're 19, can't you? That's what being a parent is. I wouldn't know. I do. You have a good kid. You have a good kid. I know. I, I have kids all over the world. <laughs> they're wonderful people, I'm sure. <laughs> I left thousands of them on the sheets yesterday. <laughs> that Oops. might be quoted today. <laughs> No, there's a lot to there's a lot to contend. We got a lot. I won last week. I'm not taking it two weeks in a row. All right, we're we're wrapping up. We never get to the list, right? We're gonna try at least. I'm gonna sandwich this one in. AI voice scam over the phone to a father that his son needs bail because he's been in a car accident with a pregnant woman, and the son had an energy drink, and because of the energy drink, they think he's DUI and they locked him up. Did you guys see this fucking video I saw? I did. And I've seen stories like this before where they uh, not, I don't know if they can do the voice, which I guess they can now with AI. Well, they said, Dad, my nose is broke, so I don't sound right. And so you would, okay. And you're driving in a car when they call you to rush hours when they do yeah. this. And you're panicked. Your son's in jail. But I also know that there is a program that, that they can use to call people and have it come up as numbers in your phone. That's true. This one didn't. This one didn't. And he said, I'm at, I'm at the jail. Okay, so it didn't, that's the other thing. If it had come up and said, like, you know, if I'm driving down the road and I get a phone call and says, you know, my phone says Vex, and I get this phone call, like, I, there's no way I'm thinking it's fake. You know what I mean? Daniel DeStefano said it's called spooking your phone. Oh, there you go. Let me tell the whole story. And then Dan knows about that shit. I guess that's what he does for a living. So... No, he does not. He does what I do. I was haha. So the son, <laughs> this, the dad's a lawyer on his way to work. He gets a phone call from his son. Dad, my nose is broke. I was in a car accident. I injured a, a pregnant woman. I they think I have a DUI. They put me in jail. You need to call my attorney. This is his name. This is his number. And please try to get me bailed out. And before we hung up the phone, the attorney calls him. Right, and he's like, "Hi." He's like, "Oh, hi. I'm so and so." And he gave him like he's like, "Well." 
the judge isn't available and blah, blah, blah. And like all these reasons why you need cash to make it go through right now, because in Philadelphia, bail is cash. Yeah. So they're That's trying. And he's like, he says to the son, well, I'm going to call you right back. He's like, dad, you can't call me back. The cops took my phone. I'm incarcerated. Yeah. So now you don't even think to call the son. And then the guy calls you and he's like, oh, here's the thing. Call the bail administration or whatever the fuck it is. He calls there. That number goes through like bail administration. And they're like, oh, yeah, we need this much money. And if you if you don't do it in the next like two hours, he'll be hung up till tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And this guy who's a lawyer starts to fall for it. Yeah. Because you would be panicked. It's your son. You're a you parent. You think as a lawyer, you know the process a little better. Okay, well, so Adam Gregory said, I feel like Paul Peters was a bad AI. Daniel said, Dave, I do what you do only better than him. He's what's, not wrong. He's what's bad AI job than I am. The artificial intelligence. Remember Paul Peters, our troll? Oh, he never came back. No. I wonder yeah. why. Yeah. You put that fucking picture up. That was brazen as fuck. Okay, yeah, fuck that guy. I supported wholeheartedly. Fine move, Holt. When you were talking about the, the scam thing, honestly, my ex-in-laws got scammed because they used my kid's name and she was out five grand. So this happens. This, this was a thing, yeah. And they were just these random... But they said he was in a car accident in jail, not injured. But they gave Eric's name and everything. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna go find these people and take five grand of their shit she and destroy it. She was like, I, because she called me and she's like, "Is Eric okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, why?" I just like talked to him. She's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "I think you guys got scammed." And they even like came to her house, <gasps> about five thousand dollars. And then by the time they left, like. They tried to get tag numbers, but the tag numbers were like stuff, like nothing ever matched, but the, they were out five grand. Because then they called Eric to see if he was okay, and he's like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? What's up? So if that ever happens in my life, right. I'm calling, I'm immediately calling the person. Because if like they're like King Sam's been in a car accident, blah blah blah, I'm just gonna call King Sam. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like immediately. But if you're panicking, like, no, no, no. I, but because yeah. that's why this guy made that video. Yeah. So it's like if it happens, just breathe. And then may, may just make a call. Is it going to hurt you? It's not going to hurt you. That four minutes that it took you to make a phone call is not going to affect that kid's life. Right. I agree with that. Also, you know, you could contact your uh, special informants and have them track these people down. And then we do know people. We know people. <laughs> we found, we found Paul stories, Peters. Right. Great <laughs> Paul Peters sucks cock for drugs. For the record. It's in writing. It's, I don't give a fuck. Paul Peters sucks cock for drugs. I said it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> if you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an episode number 215. When you get knocked down, you gotta get back up. Of the Vex and Vex podcast, Morning Radio 47. It's not the drawer, but I know enough. We thank you for tuning in today. Don't be dumb. Gotta be tough. Dave, thank you for your time. Always a fucking pleasure, sir. Tiffany, thank you. The Vex and Vex podcast is available on the Podbean application on your phone under the Loud and Loaded Network. Everybody have a great weekend. Stay frosty. Thank you. We love you. Goodbye. Deuces. Teach me how.